what's going on? It's already the first Saturday at PGA, which means round four showdown hoedown, which if you don't know is the biggest edge because people be loving to chase fake-ass imaginary points. So hopefully you are in to take advantage. We're not going to let it get us down that DraftKings shit the bet on giving us good contests because they're scared the NFL's still around. Whatever, it's PGA season now, you motherfuckers. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate75. I'm a high-limit DFS player who only focuses on two sports, as you can see over my shoulder, football and golf. And as of next week, for YouTube purposes, that's just going to be golf. Make sure to check me out every Friday and Saturday night here and Wednesday for the live stream, 7 p.m. Lord's Time Zone. As always, be there, okay? Hey, what you really need to do is get back into the swing of golf. And if you don't know, I did an awesome PGA preview show with all of my buddies in the industry. So go check that out. I want to get, uh, I spent a lot of time putting that together. So go fucking watch it, you mother father. All right, let's talk contest selection, because if you don't know, you need to know. All right, let's do showdown here. Showdown, round four. What are we doing? Golf. Round four, there it is. So you can see we've had 100000 for round two, 100000 for round three, and now all of a sudden they throw a shitty $70,000 at us. Still 20000 up top, but that's 28%. I normally don't like my first place to be over 25%. This is 28%. Is second place half of first place? Not even close. Is uh is 10th place one tenth of first place well it is one one hundredth which is the same thing if you're a dumbass so yeah i'm not real happy about this i'll probably be paying a, a lot more cash tomorrow and just some higher dollar single entry stuff because DraftKings gives me no choice when they put out shitty contests like this because they're afraid that people are going to put it out by the way i'm watching scotty scheffler hit on the 18th right now if you wonder why i keep looking above you scheffler and morikawa are on the 18th fairway but i want to get this done so you're watching this shit right as the round ends okay so, as far as contest selection goes, you're just going to have to bite the bullet. It, it, look, football be gone soon, and us PGA bros can have our great contest back. Don't worry. I'm in the year of the DraftKings about getting some good showdown contests. I think they're coming. They're just scared that it'll get uh, overlaid with the last weekend of uh, NFL. Okay. Where we're going to start is fake-ass motherfather points, okay? Because we're here on contest selection. I just want you guys to know, do you ever go look at the scoring for round four? And I want to do this. I want to go over this right here before everybody gets here because you know by the time february rolls around everybody's going to be watching my show so this is for you hardos that are watching this shit and want to understand everybody tomorrow is going to play colin morikawa 100 they're going to play colin morikawa. he gets uh he gets 30 points for winning the tournament he's definitely going to win okay well first of all dumbass he's not definitely going to win he's probably going to win and he doesn't get 30 points he gets 13 points all right i want you to just scroll down here to sixth place okay sixth place is 7.5 points okay um if, if, if you're not particularly good at math that is five and a half points lower than 13 right five and a half points so if you could just get a guy that finishes sixth place even if morikawa finishes first you know what that guy who finishes sixth place needs to outscore morikawa one more birdie that's it just one birdie if he outscores morikawa by one birdie he offsets all of those points all of those imaginary winner points. That's it. Just one birdie. Not to mention those guys that are moving up to six, they're probably doing it on the back of a whole bunch of birdies as they move up the leaderboard while Morikawa's playing to the middle of every green and two-putting for pars because he has such a big lead. you got to factor in mentality and quit worrying about these fake-ass imaginary points that on an easy course, which they will roast tomorrow, those imaginary points, one birdie is dick. It is dick. So there you go. That is that. That's my plea to you. I'm gonna really start shutting up about this because this is why there's such a big edge at round four showdown and why so many dumbasses give money. That and they play guys coming off of good rounds. Okay, Jordan Spieth played so good yesterday. He'll play so good today, or he won't. Corey Connors was amazing. I gotta play Corey Connors, or you don't. 
Get, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, just just take advantage of people's stupidity at PGA Showdown. That's all it is. I'm not. I'm not fucking Nostradamus. I don't see the future. I can just like look and see. Oh, all the dumbasses are doing this. Let's go do this. Very simple game. Hey, while you're here, why don't you go give me a like and a sub? We're gonna get to three thousand by the Masters. I appreciate it. We got to look at weather. If you don't know. Yeah, always check weather, because in Showdown, it matters a lot. And stupid, for whatever reason, they're still not doing the super forecast over on Windfinder. Not the, sh not the, not what the fuck sure is going on over there. But I want you to know, one punch of the bracket, Windfinder. So I'll go over to Willie Weather. Look at this little doozy. See, we've had some wins these last two days, but look at this. Tomorrow morning, which if you don't know, they I assume they're going to be teeing off nice and early like they did today. Nice and early. You know what I mean. Like 1130 here in the Lord's time zone, but early out there, right? And so look at these conditions. They are going to absolutely roast this course. If you're a prize picks bro, which by the way, prize pick bros, I haven't forgot about you. When we get back to full-time golf, I will be putting a five-minute segment at the end of this video just for you prize pick bros. Okay? So for tomorrow, I would be taking all the unders on strokes and all the overs on birdies because i think they're gonna light this up i think we'll get back to that minus five which we saw in round one right uh five under right we also should check the weather channel because i have heard through a series of random mysterious letters that they do weather and as you can see nothing in the morning nothing in the morning doesn't really pick up till two or three in the afternoon so i think that they're going to be on this course for a good five or six hours before they see any type of thing that would resemble wind they are going to roast this place roast it okay that is my opinion bob that's my opinion uh, getting over here, let's go see how the course played today. You can see the course played a cool four shots under par. The first round was five. Yesterday was three. So today said, hey, why don't we just kind of land somewhere in the middle? And that's what they did. Sorry, I'm watching Scotty chip right now. Uh, I left himself about five feet for birdie on 18. I'd soon he just don't make it. Uh, okay. But also what I want to know is the wave. As you can see, they played about the same. It didn't matter if you went out earlier or went out late. The course was relatively easy all day. I think the course is going to be closer to that minus five under tomorrow. So I would be playing some Chargers. I'm not talking the LA Chargers, not Eckler, not Keenan Williams, not Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. I am talking Chargers from the back of the field because people are going to be uh, there's going to be somebody shoot a minus 10 or uh, minus nine or minus 10 tomorrow. Almost assuredly, almost assuredly. Do I know who it's going to be? No, I fucking don't. But I know someone's going to do it. So that's really important to know. So if you you know you get you watching this video, it's it's Sunday morning. You just made your NFL lines. You haven't time to make your shit. Hey, go check out the Solver. It's my partnership, and I use them to make all my lineups. Made my first batch today. Went really well because it's not about having a lineup generator. It's about having a lineup optimizer. I load all my ownership projections into there. I, I load all my personal point projections into there, and you can go make optimized lineups based off your player pool, right? All you got to do is simply go to my landing page, which will be in the description of this video. Go get signed up, and it'll auto load for you. 25 bucks a month is fucking insanely cheap for an optimizer. If you're making more than 20 lineups a week, I personally don't know how you live without this, okay? So Go do it. It will be the smartest thing you ever do. All right. Getting over to the tournament today. Let's look. Let's let's hit refresh. Looks like Morikawa's putting from the he's putting from the, the fringe. It's rolling. He doesn't like it. It looks pretty good to me. Colin Morikawa. It doesn't matter. You roll it 25 feet by. You know you'll make the comeback, you lucky luck sack mother father. Okay. So, if you haven't heard, Colin Morikawa is a god in 37 different religions. I just watched him putt it 20 feet by the hole on the 18th green, and I can't wait to watch him make this 20-foot comeback birdie like he's done all day, okay? Because he's averaging over two strokes around putting, okay? He's got a new putter grip, so he's like a good putter now. No, he's not. He's luck sacking, okay? You go play Colin Morikawa. Go play him, okay? But you want a quick list of people that I think that you should put a big red watch out on tomorrow? Max Homa. Billy Horschel, Sung J.M., Colin Morikawa, Patrick Cantley, Matthew Fitzpatrick, guys who have top-end rounds have a hard time carrying it over in back-to-back -back rounds, 
That's all I'll say. Now, if these are the kind of guys that could do it because most of these guys are fucking badasses, right? But just like I told you yesterday, just because somebody had a good round yesterday does not mean they're going to have a good round today, right? Go look at all the people I told you yesterday had good rounds and watch out for them today. And of those seven people I pointed out, only two of them continued to have good rounds today. And you know what? All seven of those mother fathers were highly owned. So it would have just been a good thing to stay away from them. Whereas if you went and did the opposite and just played guys bouncing back, well, then you would have found you would have been on guys like Max Oma, uh, uh, Sung Jae. He did make the comeback. That stupid motherfucker. Okay, uh, <laughs> you would have been on people like Patrick Cantlay, right? So that's what I'm talking about. The next thing I want to look at is who is really shitty today, right? Keegan Bradley, Corey Connors to hit the gala. Oh, by the way, Adam Scott, another one. God play Adam Scott. He was good yesterday, or you don't. Uh, Chad Ramey, Jordan Spieth. Okay. A lot of guys, these are the kind of guys I want to target because people are going to overreact to a single round. People have bad rounds and they can bounce back. So because of that, these guys all start to move towards the top of my list of guys I'm interested in. And these guys up here tend to start moving down off my list. From there, I think you want to be cognizant of guys you're playing. You know, whenever you start playing guys like Svensson and Ramey and Shez, they're so far back that even if they have a great round, what can they move up to? T25 or something, Not there's not a lot of room for them to move up. So for me, I would probably be starting my player pool somewhere around like Keegan Bradley, right? Keegan Bradley is, you know, at least at minus six. If he goes and shoots a nine under, he still has the ability to get up inside the top 20, right? So those are little things you consider to get some extra bonus points, right? From there, the first place you always go look is approach. Approach is the single most important thing to determining what is who's going to score well in a round. And who absolutely killed it with approach today? Well, no surprise. Billy Horschel, Sepp Straka, Max Homa. Okay? Another really good thing to look at is who's somebody who killed it on approach today but didn't putt well? Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Ryan Brim. Okay, Luke List. Back to being normal Luke List, right? He can't pick up 3.6 putting per round every round, okay? Uh... Uh, Tom Hoagie. Okay, well, he, he putted okay today. JT Poston, still good on approach, still killing himself with a putter. That could be a real good one because if you don't know, that motherfucker can roll the rock. Uh, Victor Hovland, uh, I had a good feeling about him today. I didn't know he was going to be a true asshole with the, uh, with the old flat stick, right? So because of that, Victor Hovland, uh, if you think he's going to get that putter figured out, that's the kind of guys I want to see. The next thing I want to see is I want to see guys that are that are doing both of these two things well, right? So I look for these correlations like Max Homa did them well, but he had a great round, right? I want to find guys that are doing this, and the best way you can do that is just go look for guys that really killed themselves around the green today. Sepp Straka just murdered himself around the green today. That makes him super appealing to me, right? Because that is the easiest thing to come back from uh, 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 in a single round of golf, right? Uh, here's another, you know, Spieth killed himself around the greens today. Uh, who else? Anybody, anybody good do this? Uh, Adam Scott, Luke List. Uh, here's a good one. Sam Burns actually had it. Well, he got it almost all done with a putter. That's insane. Four and a half strokes putting. Well, I don't know if I would count on that. So those, and then the last one is off the tee. Did anybody kill themselves off the tee? Because sometimes when you see somebody loses two and a half strokes off the tee, it can simply just be they hit one ball OB, which is what Sam Burns did today. He was having the all-time round of the day until somebody in my Discord mushed him, and then he ended up going OB on 17, which sucks because I played a lot of Sammy. Uh, and then from there, you can see Mackenzie Hughes was bad. If these guys can get it figured out off the tee and you see that they're doing things right, like approach and putting, that starts to make them very appealing, right? 
Last thing you can do is go look at the event and go see who's just been really good tee to green so far this tournament, right? Scotty Scheffler has been a tee to green monster. I literally just watched him miss a five-foot birdie right above me here as I was making this video. Scotty Scheffler seemed like the one guy that could go track down Morikawa and win this thing tomorrow. Okay, uh, Scheffler had looked great the first two rounds. He spun his wheels a little bit today, kind of played uh, you know, probably a 30, 25 to 30 percentile round for his ability. You've got to love Scotty Scheffler and a bounce back tomorrow. I think he's the one guy that can definitely go chase down Morikawa. John Rahm actually didn't even play that great today, but scored amazing, right? Shot a minus six bogey free round. If he, you know, he if he can have his, you know, basically what was a C game today and shoot a six under, imagine what happens if he wakes up feeling salty tomorrow. He could go out and roast this course, and it's close enough that he actually could go track down Morikawa. By the way, make sure to hang around till the end. I am going to tell you the guys who are the best round four scores. I always forget to preview that at the at the beginning. I suck at these videos, and I'm just starting to get uh, used to making them. Uh, let's see. So some other guys that have been really great tee to green. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, tee to green machine, right? Very impressive. I just keep thinking this guy can't win a low-scoring tournament, but Jesus, how many minus seven rounds do you have to have before we start to believe? Am I right, Ted Lasso? Uh, from there, Brian Harmon, little hobbit. I mean, you got to love it. He just keeps getting it done round after round, and he's doing it the right way. He's doing it tee to green, and he's not doing it with his putter, and typically Brian Harmon's strongest part of his game is his putter. Uh, all right, so there's a lot of guys to consider, right? It's only a 39-man field. I don't want to list every fucking player, right? Does all this seem overwhelming? Let me tell you about this thing. It's called the Rosetta Stone. On the Rosetta Stone right here, I lay all this out. I talk about putting regression. I talk about bad round bounce back uh, regression. Who are guys that you should watch out for? Who are guys that are good cash plays? Everything you need to, mo to make decisions. Who are the best price guys? Who do the simulations love? Who does the projections love? And I put it all in one place for all the members of my Discord to have it, access it. So instead of spending seven hours tonight studying this shit, you spend 30 minutes looking at this and you can make really well-informed decisions looking at the most important key metrics you need to make the decision to be successful at round four PGA showdown. Okay. How do you get that? Well, first of all, my website's coming Tuesday. Well, I got a website. I'm no longer a loser. Okay. Maybe I'm a loser, but now at least I'll be a loser with a website. So that will be coming Tuesday. If you want to be part of the team before then just simply reach out to me or my editor. We will get you signed up. We have, we signed up like 10 people yesterday. So don't think that you have to wait. We'll get you signed up. You can get over there. You can see the content. I make exclusive videos, the Rosetta Stone. And most importantly, I have a community of badass people and we get along great and we share information and we cheer each other on. It's great. Hey, Hey, what you should do is you should go give me a follow on Twitter trying to grow, man. Help the cause. And if you ever feel like you have a question, reach out to me. I won't big dog you or blow you off. I always find time to respond to people's questions in a thoughtful and timely manner. So feel free to reach out to me. All right, who are those guys who are the best round four scores over the last 12 rounds? Well, kind of surprising. Number one, Tony Finau. Number three is Hideki. I didn't just go click the top six guys. I clicked guys that were the best values, right? Tom Kim is an animal at round four scoring. Corey Connors. Do you have the forgiveness in your heart? No, he, he fucked me today. I can't play him. Okay, well, if you think like that, you're a fucking dumbass. You got to have forgiveness in your heart. What happened yesterday has nothing to do with today. If he fucked your lineup on round three showdown, don't let that affect him. Now he's going to go fuck your, your uh, lineup in round four showdown when he's the nuts and you didn't play him, Bob. Jordan Spieth. Mm, Brian Harmon. Hobbit. A lot of things to consider there, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this show. A little bit quicker tonight. I wanted to get uh, to the point. No one's going to watch this because it's the night before NFL. But just know, PGA will be back. I will see you Wednesday on the live stream at 7 p.m. Don't you miss it, you motherfuckers. I got to go put the stone together for my Discord because if you don't know, it's the nuts. I hope you enjoy this outro, you motherfuckers.